Welcome to Sheffield Hotcast. If you were listening a couple of weeks ago, you will know that we decided that this was going to be our St. Patrick's Day special. So um, in keeping with how I believe this is supposed to work, firstly, we've all picked a beer along that theme. And through the course of the night, we will all stake our claim as to just what percentage of us is Irish. Uh, I think Sean will probably claim about 50%. Um, <laughs> Laura's probably going to go 50%. I'm going to say 25%. That's just because I'm wearing a, a green hat that says Ireland on it. That's my stake to be uh, a quarter Um Irish. So I think that's pretty much how it will uh, how it will go. So um yeah, we've all picked a uh, beer along the theme of St Patrick's Day, which of course was earlier on this week. Um we have a guest with us as well. We'll meet him in a moment. First of all, um all right Sean, go on, tell us how how what what percentage Irish are you? I would imagine Declan might claim to be 100% Irish. We'll see whether he's got any uh, any English or Scottish in him uh, in a bit. Um, my my dad is, is called John. Um, um, my granddad was called John. We, um, we know. We know. Many 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 uh, Johns went before them, and uh, dating back to. Our, uh, um, uh, County Mayo over in Ireland. They were all called John, the first sons. And my, my dad, at the end of the line, um, uh, felt that it wasn't very original anymore in the late 1960s. So he, he very cleverly called me Sean, um, which, of course, is, is Gaelic for John. And so um, my dad showed a lot of intelligence. I, I love my first name. And, of course, it tied me in nicely to... Uh, um, to Ireland, so I'm not 50% Irish. I think it's my great granddad, as we were saying off air uh, beforehand, that came across to uh, to find work here in the UK. So the Clearies came from County Mayo, from Castle Bar, uh, across to to Yorkshire, and uh, I ended up being called Sean, and I get to drink uh, uh, an Irish beer uh, on our St Patrick's Day special tonight. So shall, shall I open my beer? Yeah, go um, I. Shamefully, um, we had no Irish beer in um, in the shop um, at all this week. We have got an order going in with more mountains next week, actually. Um, so what I did, I, I sought out uh, my friend Errol um, in the market. Uh, Errol's from Jamaica. And um, over in, in Jamaica, um, out in um, many African countries, out in lots of Asian countries, um, Ireland sort of cements itself in the form of um, Guinness for an extra. Um, a beer I, I don't remember having had before, um, but uh, is, this one is, is brewed in Dublin. I believe for an extra is, is brewed at various parts across the world and Guinness send out some sort of for an extra extract wort that gets blended locally. Um, um, with beers produced out in Africa, Asia and, and uh, the Caribbean. Uh, but this one's a uh, rock solid brewed in Dublin and is the original 1801 um, recipe for export, which I suppose similar to IPAs, this one uh, is extra hopped, is stronger and meant that uh, it lasted longer on its journeys um, across the world. And I've just read um, online, just in the last hour, uh, which uh, a stat that quite surprised me is that this um, um, beer accounts for just under half of all of Guinness's sales across the world. So uh, I can't believe that. You'd imagine um, um, at least 90% of Guinness's sales across the world would be 
in the bars of, of Dublin when you're in there. That I can't imagine um, that, 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 that there is any more to be sold than what is sucked to there. But this accounts for nearly half across the world. And so um, help Guinness um, spread spread its name beyond uh, beyond Dublin, of course. So I'll get that opened. I've got my island. I was called Sean Sean the Leprechaun all through school, of course. So I've got my little leprechaun um, bottle opener. And we'll give it a try. Seven and a half percent. So I, I, I'm hoping extra hops, extra ABV, it might take it, might take it close to a, a bit of a black IPA or an export um, India porter, maybe. Uh, so I'll tell you what it tastes like in a bit. I think I've gone, I for, I've gone for long <clears throat> enough. I don't think I've had. I don't think I've had that either. Actually, so I'm interested in uh, making what you uh, what you think about it. Obviously, Sean, we're not going to be doing any cheap football puns or anything. Um, today oh. although i did wonder if you might go for a barnsley bitter but that's a different matter <laughs> anyway let's move on to uh laura um so sean i think was going for about 12 and a half percent irish there you're going higher or lower than 12 and a half percent oh i'm gonna have to go lower um hi i have great 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 grandparents who were irish but that's quite a lot of greats so will that be three yeah, you probably go in. Yeah. yeah. So not yeah. very much. Um, however, I have got a beer that is from slap bang in the middle of Ireland. Um, I've got a peach Berliner from Wide Street Brewing. Uh, they're based in Ballymahan, which is, yeah, it's like in between Galway and Dublin. Um, it's a wild mixed fermentation brewery. Um, <coughs> and yeah, this is a 4.6% beer. Uh, it's quite a traditionally made Berliner Weiss, um, so uh, not kettle soured, um, you know, made properly with uh, 12 months of uh, ageing with Saison, Lacto and lots of different types of Brett um, and aged on 100 kilos of peaches. Um, so very excited to try this one. Um, and just a little interesting fact about for those who are watching on YouTube the uh, design of this one was done by somebody called Dom Cooper, who has worked on Doctor Who and is a wow. friend of the brewery. So uh, that's another fun fact about it. But yeah, um, we met Sean and Carla, who run Wide Street at kind of Albertanomyces a couple of years ago. Uh, they're absolutely lovely, lovely people who make some cracking beer. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Brill, how did you actually get the beer? How do you have uh, it about your person? It's um, it was sent over to us by Sean very kindly for us to try. So, uh, oh. yeah, a gift. Excellent, good stuff. Right. Um, so we're going probably three percent then for Laura. So Adam, are you going higher or lower? Um, as far as aware, lower. Um, I've never been to Ireland. I don't know any family of ever been <laughs> Irish, but I've not looked into it. So I could go two generations deep and find that they're all Fine Irish, well. but um, but I, I don't know. I've not, I've not heard of anybody who comes from Ireland. I'm, I'm assuming I'm probably some sort of Nordic Scandinavian with my, Nicholson, uh, Adam. Yeah, what Nicholson Scottish. is that? Scottish, I thought. I think so, it's Scottish. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's got. Yeah, we've got, I've got his own tartan, so uh, it must be Scottish. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, one percent just for that one percent poss yeah. possible. Uh, so, well, we do a St. Andrew's Day, St. Andrew's Day special just for Adam so that he can 
Yeah, that's good. Idea, actually. Top that. dog in is that November? Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. Back in the uh, <laughs> 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 Scott. He don't know, does he? He don't know. He don't know. I was actually weirdly, I was actually in Edinburgh on St Andrew's Day, not knowing at all, and wondering why loads of people were wearing kilts, <laughs> just thinking they were being really like. Oh, people like who really walk around in kilts. So I um, think they were kind of celebrating the weekend. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, beer-wise, um, like Sean said, there just doesn't really seem to be many Irish beers around unless you go really, really obvious or drop on some whiplash. Um, so I kind of just started searching for Irish stouts and um, one popped up in Elsica, Sean. I had a pop-over on, on Friday to... Um, Miz under beer, yeah. Um, it's the first time I've been since, well, since it's been locked down. And they had um, some I've never had before, Wise Man Brewing from from North Carolina, um, Gathered Friends Dry Irish Stout, which is part of their Socially Distanced series, distancing series, whatever that means. I suppose everyone's beers are a socially distancing series at the minute. But, um, but yeah, I, yeah there's a little sticker there. Look. Hang on. Little sticker, you can't read it, but the S- SDS stands for. That's the first social, beer I've social seen distancing that's been a selling series. point of, of <laughs> social distancing. I don't understand that. Bizarre. And there's a thing on the top. It says, "May the roof above us never fall in, and may the friends gathered below it never fall out." It's an Irish blessing, apparently. Oh, I love that. Um, so yeah, four point nine percent. And and Sean, if if just because I, I weren't sure we were even going to manage to find a Irish stout, I just went stout, and I thought after you were talking about acorn last week. My backup beer was a Acorn Golovka, um, which I've not had for ages, and I just thought I was going to get that for myself anyway. And they had one of those on the shelf, so I picked that up while I was there. I wasn't sure if Sean were going to go for that. I don't know why. I just had it in my head; he might do. It would, it would, yeah, it wouldn't have been a surprise. Good stuff, good choice. Um, I'm going to have to take my island hat off because I am getting far, far too warm underneath uh, underneath that. So um, I have uh, not only have I gone for an Irish. Um, brewery but i've gone for a beer that is green um so you might you might actually have seen this it's been kind of doing the rounds on the internet so this is uh the white hag who i think are in i don't know where they are actually but they're in ireland Sligo. i'm sure they're slight yes indeed um and uh, the beer is called shamrock shake it's an ice cream pale it smells absolutely horrendous um it is uh let's have a look Expect aromatic mint on the nose, followed by a cool, lingering peppermint flavour and a creamy, soft, milkshakey body. Also, it's green, is what it says on the description. It certainly is green. There's no doubt that is a very, a very green beer. Sorry, mouthwash. Podcast version of this, um, and you can't see the video of it. I, I can't quite get across just how utterly, <laughs> utterly green that is. It is it is the same colour as, as my hat, if not a little bit greener. And it really does smell just awful. It it, sm- it smells like mouthwash. It really does. <coughs> oh, man. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> that is, it's descri- it, it is described as an experimental beer. <laughs> Not a very good experiment, I'm afraid. Um, but there we go. Um, I'm with you, Adam, by the way, in terms of, uh, as far as I'm aware, very, very low um, percentage of Irish blood. However, I have a huge love for the country of Ireland, although I have only been to uh, Dublin, um, but place that I 
desperately want to go and explore and uh, had some amazing times in Dublin, particularly kind of going more towards the outskirts rather than the centre and like trying a few kind of what I guess would, would be called proper pubs rather than like, you know, the the towny pubs. Um, and yes, lots and lots of love for it. Um, so um, I'm, I'm going to go with about 1%. So our guest is Declan. Are you more or less than 1% Irish Declan? Um, hey, up! I'm 100% Yorkshire. <laughs> and, well, I'm pretty much 100% Irish. My mum and my dad are both from Ireland. My grandparents on both sides are from Ireland. My great-grandparents are all from Ireland. Um, and from all over. Yeah. All right, show off. That's definitely that's definitely a hundred. Um, so just to explain the background, so Declan, you have actually been on the Hopcast before, but not properly. So um, you met us when we did our day out in Scarborough. So um, we had a beer with you that day. Uh, and what was the other time? Um, oh, it was the, um, the judging. Steel City Beer Festival. We're on the same <laughs> um, judging table. Declan, just so you're aware, later on, we're going to play this really fun game where Sean tries to guess <laughs> the name of your dad. It's hilariously... <laughs> it's like that <laughs> to keep with the Irish theme, that episode of Father Ted, where Mrs. Doyle tries and guesses the name of the new father, it's just like that. It'll be hilarious. Um, anyway, what beer have you uh, brought with you this evening? The beer I brought so um, is from one of my, in fact, it is my favourite Irish brewery um, called Moore Mountains Brewery. I think Sean mentioned them earlier on. Um, beer is called Poetic Justice. Um, they're a fantastic brewery. They're in uh, from County Down, which is uh, where I'm from. Um, and they, the labels are fantastic. They're all kind of inspired by the Mourn Mountains and the, the landscape that surrounds the brewery. They're very lucky they've got kind of spring water from the Mourn Mountains in their beer, um, which is very good for making beer because it's very kind of soft water. Um, and this is um, a 6.5%. They're calling it a hazy IPA. Um, I've had it before. You could call it a NEPA if you wanted to. Um, I'm not sure. A lot of breweries seem to be moving away from using the phrase NEPA now and saying hazy IPA instead. Um, they're an amazing brewery. Um, I've only really discovered them in the last kind of couple of years, and they were very kind of well-known for their Pilsner Morn Mist, which if, I think craft breweries tend to be hit and miss with Pilsners, but they've done an amazing job. Like, you know, really like you could be sitting in the middle of Prague um, drinking their beer. It's really definitely one to, to try. Um, so this is one of my favourites. Um, they... Say it's inspired by a place called, I don't know if you can say it, called the Saddle, which is part of the Moor Mountains. Um, I've no idea if it tastes like being there or not, um, but it's a really delicious <laughs> kind of New England style, fruity, hoppy, juicy, um, very soft bitterness. Um, it's amazing. Sounds good. Declan, just say hazy IPA for me one more time. <laughs> hazy IPA. Love it. Brilliant. That's it. We, we could just end this show now. It's not going to get any better than uh, than um, than that. Um, right. OK. So, um, I mean, kind of in keeping with the Irish team, I've talked about um, I've been to Dublin uh, ooh, three or four times. I had a tremendous time there. I absolutely adore that um, uh, city. And I, I imagine pretty much anyone who is from Ireland will tell me, no, you're not seeing the proper island if you go to Dublin. But I still huge amount of love for Dublin. Adam, you were saying you've never been to... Not been, no. Neither of the islands. Shocking. Have you explored much, Sean? Um, Unfortunately, I've not been to Northern Ireland, so that's still one that uh, I need to tick off uh, uh, and um, uh, as a nod to Declan. 
Uh, I've been very close, just across the, the border in County Cavan. Um, been a, a Galway. Um, spent quite a lot of time down in County Cork, uh, down in, in Kinsale, which is a little um, um, sort of fishing village, stroke foodie heaven, um, not far from Cork. And of course, been to Dublin a, a fair few times. Lovely place. I've not been to, um, um, to um, County Mayo, uh, where the uh, the old family from my parents have been across and seen uh, some of the the old family over there, but that's not a, a county I've been to yet. But uh, I absolutely adore it. Um, Realise that Dublin and, and and that sort of central area, Temple Bar area, has become um, very over overly commercialised. But uh, uh, last time I was there, went with my dad and father-in-law Tommy. We went to watch Ireland play at. Uh, uh, rugby against Wales last uh, September, I think it was, and had a, a a good day and night showing me dad and, and Tommy around um, some of the the, the Guinnessy pubs uh, in in Dublin. Loved it. I really loved it. Just a Laura, have you explored much of we've Ireland? Only been, we've only been to Dublin. We went, I think, maybe three or four years ago. Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's my favourite holiday I've ever been on. I absolutely love it. Oh, it was wow. so, I just had so much fun. Um, and I think beer wise, we really loved it because it was just as much, it was just as interesting and easy to go and find great craft beer bars um, as it was to find a pub, you know, like a traditional pub. Uh, I'll listen to people singing and have a pint of extortionately priced Guinness um but yeah just absolutely loved it um definitely somewhere I want to go back to uh I'd love to go to Galway I also want to go visit um Wide Street Brewing um as well uh looks that like I said they're kind of really conveniently in the middle so we'd like to go over at some point when we can and drive the whole way across with a couple of little stops on the way um and uh yeah somewhere that um really keen to go back to um i think we were thinking that when uh, travel does start to unlock that it'll probably be the first place that we feel like we want to go that's you know getting on a plane and going somewhere um so yeah definitely one on our list good call i really can't get across just how awful this beer is (laughs) (laughs) if it makes you feel any better mine's absolutely delicious (laughs) <laughs> Strangely, it doesn't really make me feel um, any any better any better at all. What I didn't mention, my God, God, I've got a dental appointment on Friday at one thirty. <laughs> if you want to pour that into a flask, I will take that with me. And if there's any pain, uh, what's the ABV on it? Will it just kill a little bit of pain? Or, it's um, I didn't even look at that. It's five point five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. So if I get any tooth it, that that will that will hit the spot. It's a collaboration. Is it a collaboration with Listerine? <laughs> Actually, when when you when you lifted it up, when you lifted it up, uh, that is, I don't think I have seen a viler looking beer ever than when you lifted that up. Yeah, that is truly incredible. It is pretty. It's pretty grim. It's pretty grim. And the thing is, I mean, it actually tastes exactly how it looks. Like it, it, it looks terrible. It tastes. 
terrible. It's made, it's made my camera go all blurry as well. Now I'm gonna have to switch it off and back on so I get, it comes back into uh, back into focus. Uh, right, Why is it what mint I, flavored? Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it could be like a nice apple sour or something, couldn't it? Because it's got so it's got food coloring in it. So I'm guessing that is what makes it green. So, I mean, you could make it green and it could taste of whatever. So why they've decided to go, I know, let's make a mint beer. I, I just I, don't I think really White Hag. Milk White Hag. Yeah, they, they did a tie-up, I think, with um, Cave and Beer Merchants and to create a St. Patrick's Day uh, package to drink at home. And we got some white hagging at Christmas, actually, but didn't take any of the St. Patrick's Day package. But I'm pretty certain that they've brewed a number of different beers as a St. Patrick's Day special that you could get from beer merchants. And I'm sure that'll be one of them. And so uh, they've, perhaps, they've perhaps stretched things a little bit far just to get the, the, the green beer, the I, green beer I, I on, think, uh, on the pack. I think this has got something to do with this is strange. So it says this beer was first conceived by Ronald and his buddies at the Big M for our national holiday. Does that mean McDonald's? <laughs> that's, that's kind of I read it. Is this, yeah. is this Old Ronald at the Big M. I'm so confused. I, I, I wouldn't mind being confused by this beer if it was actually nice, but it's awful. Um, what I didn't mention in my little pre-bit was I have been to Belfast as well, um, and um, that is is timely to mention that now because Declan, that is that is a future destination of yours. Uh, it is, yeah. So my partner's got a new job in Belfast, and so we'll be moving over there. Um, I don't know if we'll be living in Belfast, but we'll be pretty nearby. So. Um, very sad about leaving Sheffield because it's um, I've been living here for about 13 years now. So it really has been my home and I absolutely love it. Um, and I'll really miss the, the beer scene here. Um, one of the other beers I've got here is Fluffy White Rabbit from St. Mars of the Desert. And like they were such an amazing brewery. It'll be such a shame to kind of not be in the same city as places like Abbeydale and um, St. Mars of the Desert. But, you know, the, I've been trying to drink more and more Mountains beer to try and make myself feel better about it. Is the, I'm not aware of like if are there many breweries in in Belfast has that got much of a kind of a brewery scene? really nascent it's a really nascent scene so um, I don't know if it's been talked about before in the podcast but um, Ireland's licensing laws are really bad um, so um, up until about the last I think it was three years ago um, the licensing laws both north and south dated to before partition so these were kind of Victorian licensing laws. Um, and uh, in Northern Ireland still hasn't updated theirs. The Republic just did it about uh, two or three years ago. But it essentially means that breweries are not allowed to sell beer um, so, uh, to, the, to the public. So the breweries can only really sell to an off-license or to a pub. Um, so you can't, you know, breweries aren't allowed to have tap rooms, for example, no. which has been such a massive part of the craft scene. Um, breweries aren't allowed to even have, um, they're not allowed to have, festivals they're not allowed to they're not really allowed to, allowed to sell directly from their website so when you buy beer from like more mutton's brewery what's actually happening is it might be their website but the, the order is going through another off license who processes it for them and um, so there's 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 been some organizations that have been trying to change it there's an organization <coughs> called craft beer ni um and that's a kind of you know a, a conglomerate of all the different craft beer um breweries in northern ireland and they're they're lobbying for change at the kind of assembly northern ireland assembly level and um, but it's, it means that 
most of their sales tend to be European because although there's a kind of home market, it's quite it's tiny. Um, partially because um, Diageo, who make Guinness, have a really big hold um, in Ireland, north and south. Um, but also the Laura mentioned that Dublin's you know great for kind of craft beer, and part of that is because um, there was never a real ale phase in Ireland. You know that was never really a, a big part of Irish beer culture, um, and so Ireland looked more towards America, and that kind of craft beer revolution that happened over there came to Ireland. So there's loads of fantastic craft breweries. Um, I think there's something like 18 in Northern Ireland. Um, alone and I think a few most of those would be in and around Belfast um, but they really they struggle a lot with not really being able to to sell into bars in Northern Ireland the other thing is although bars aren't tied um, a lot of the like Diageo have a big kind of sway over bars and the last thing they want is a craft stout sitting next to Guinness so um, you know a lot of bars are encouraged to to not have craft beer it's changing you know it's changing slowly and um even five years ago, it would have, you would have struggled to get a kind of locally made beer in Northern Ireland. Whereas now, you know, most restaurants and bars will have some, you know, craft beer to be able to choose from. Um, but it's yeah, it's a really kind of small scene and it's a nascent scene. It's not like um, uh, Britain, where you know, craft beer is really taken off. It's going to happen soon, but you know, the licensing yeah. laws don't make it easy. No, I was going to say, it's kind of a shame that legally it's there's those barriers there. Because I kind of think going somewhere that's maybe sort of quite at the start of a like a bit of a craft beer revolution would be really exciting, but mm. a bit less so considering the fact they're so limited in what they're able to do. And I'm not entirely sure that's necessarily um, with any great justification if it, if it dates back so so long that just kind of seems really really daft really but um exciting times for you then that'll be great and of course i mean i'm hoping you'll come back and visit us so those those visits will be made even more kind of exciting because they'll be all you know there'll always be somewhere new that's opened and somewhere that's changed and all that kind of stuff and then there'll still be us sat upstairs somewhere recording a flipping podcast um so so, just anywhere being open would be great at the minute (laughs) (laughs) what what's um what's kind of your lockdown experience been like Declan we've been uh, my partner and I and the cat have been pretty lucky in that we, we haven't um, had COVID we've not been ill at any point um it's been I mean it's been difficult like it has been for everybody else in terms of not being able to see friends um but I, you know I, one of the things I feel really lucky about is when you live in Sheffield you're never very far away from kind of beautiful places to walk um, so being able to get outside and go for kind of daily exercise is a really nice experience here whereas people who might be living in other parts of the UK and don't necessarily have that. You know, if you're in the centre of Birmingham, you know, I don't know if you've got such beautiful walks that you do in, in Sheffield. Um, so we've been really lucky. We've got a garden, um, which is another thing that we've been really feeling very blessed about because, like, you know, rather than being in a flat, we've been able to kind of go into the garden. You know, it's and it doesn't feel quite so kind of cooped up. So it's, it's you know, it's been difficult, but I think we've been lucky compared to a lot of people. Yeah, fair dues. Sorry, Sean. I think I, I cut you off there in your in your. Program. No, I was, uh, I was just going to follow up. I didn't realise Declan was going back to uh, uh, to Northern Ireland. So I, I, I feel like saying congratulations on going home, but I can I can tell that there's sadness in your your voice as well. What what would the process be now? Have you got a a dream place where you'd love to live, just on the edge of of Belfast, Declan, and it's got a, a brewery 
uh, or, or a smart or a smart bar uh, not too far away. Have you got? Have you already got your eye on places that you'd you'd love to sort of consider? We've been looking around. We haven't really made any decisions yet. Um, we kind of. I'd like to be closer to Belfast for the kind of for the reason that I like being able to kind of walk to a local pub and you know kind of have that. Um, and obviously, if you're looking for kind of local beer, craft beer, you're going to find it in in Belfast rather than some mm-hmm. of the smaller places in, in Northern Ireland. Um, but my partner would rather live in a more rural area. She loves the sea. Mm-hmm. She's from East Yorkshire, near the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, grew up going to places like Bridlington um, and Scarborough. Um, mm-hmm. And so she, one of the reasons, one of the things that um, was attractive to her was the fact that we'd be near <coughs> the sea and be able mm-hmm. to go and visit the seaside really, really easily. Um, mm-hmm. But then Belfast on the sea, so it's... Yes, yeah. I've just been watching um, Adrian Dunbar's uh, mm. Ireland uh, show that's on, on on a Sunday, just in the last hour or so, and he was he was um, flipping around the north coast, coming from De- uh, Donegal into Derry and, and up that way, and uh, it, it really does look stunningly beautiful. Yeah. So you're 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 very lucky to be going back there, I'm sure. Yeah, well, the, my mum's from that north coast, so I know it really well. Um, she's mm. from a, a place called Ballycastle, um, which is really nice little seaside village um, up mm. in, or she said, town, and up in North Antrim. Um, and we've already started talking about the fact that it'll be great to be able to go on day trips to to places around Ireland, and you know, it'll be a lot easier to do that by being over there. So it's kind of it, it'll be quite an adventurous trip um, or adventurous kind of next stage in our lives, but. Um, yeah, I will be sad to, see, to, to leave Sheffield. I think uh, I, I foresee a, um, a, a Sheffield Hopcast day trip uh, yeah. on a morning <laughs> a morning flight uh, out of the UK into into one of the two Belfast airports. Cracking day trip with you and your missus and your mummy and your daddy and everybody else, <laughs> and then as try and climb back onto an aircraft uh, to, in the early evening back to back to. Uh, to, to the to England, so uh, that'd be, that would be a good idea. Well, I'd recommend getting the um, you can get the train from Sheffield to Hollyhead, and then the ferry takes you over to Dublin. And mm. um, if you were so inclined, you could drink beer the entire way, because um, you can have a beer in the train. You can the ferry has got um, a bar on it as well, mm. um, and then when you come to Dublin, oh. I think we've lost Declan disappeared for anyone. I think we've lost Declan. Yeah. He's 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 froze. I think everyone else is still here. It's just it's just Declan that we've lost. You can go straight to Sample Bar or get oh. Oh, I can oh. still see you guys. Oh, yeah, you, no, you're, you're back. back. You're back. You, you just froze up. That was very that was very strange. <laughs> well, we, we got nothing for a bit and then we just got something something temple bar and that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's <laughs> <laughs> sounds like most people's kind of holiday that and sounded like a lovely trip <laughs> it's an yeah. average weekend in Dublin isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah that was oh. a, one of my favourite beer me. moments in Dublin uh, we went to um, one of the beer bars there and uh, they had Nightmare on Brett by Crooked Stave on tap which is I've probably mentioned it before it's Jim's all time favourite beer um, and I think it was 10 euros a third and Jim, like, got to the bar, got a third, sat down, took a sip, drank the whole thing, stood back up, bought another third instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just the speed at which he parted with 20 euros was uh, wow. exceptional. 
the price of Dublin beer is definitely one of the downsides of Dublin. Um, Belfast is much more like Sheffield. Um, but, you know, Dublin's like a big capital city. It's similar to London. Um, it's expensive for everything. Um, but you know, it's, a fun, it's a brilliant city. Both Belfast and Dublin, and like you said, like Galway, um, Cork, amazing cities. Yeah. Definitely. When you when you when you were growing up, did you did you do any GAA sports or anything? Any 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 Gaelic sports or anything? When I did. You, when you were yeah, up? I did. Yeah, my um, my dad was actually um, one of the best players in Ireland at the time for Gaelic football. Um, he was he? Um, in, yeah, in the 70s, he was kind of famous within that world. Um, so he um, he would have he played in the team that was in the All Ireland final. Um, which would be the equivalent of kind of the FA Cup final. And um, they didn't win, which he's upset about, but he did get to the final. He was in the, the kind of championship team. Um, he played at Croke Park then. He, he did, yeah, several times. Black. Yeah, Black and he, um, and the, uh, Croke Park was even, it wasn't bigger then, but they, they fitted far more people in. I think the capacity yeah. now is 100,000, but then yeah. it, was even, it was even more. Wow. Um, and yeah, he played for Ulster. And he, um, yeah, he was one of, the, one of the best players at the time. I played a bit when I was young, but um, after I was about 14, 15, I, I didn't play anymore. I wasn't great at it. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you not going to try and guess his name, Sean? Are we not? Are we, are we doing oh, yeah, do you want to guess my dad's name? If you can guess it, I will buy you a pint because I, I'd, I'd be very surprised. Okay, well, well I, 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 rather than guess uh, in a serious way, I'm going to try and create a laugh for any Father Ted <laughs> uh, viewers and guess it, Todd, Todd Unctuous. Potentially, just was the, the name of the father. That was, yeah, no. And James, interestingly, I had to go through in my mind for at least ten minutes every name that uh, um, that she read out from her, her guesses to get to <laughs> Todunctious. So uh, uh, it, it took me some time, but I got there in the end. One of my favourite ever scenes from any TV show. Any and it's it's up there in probably the top three Father Ted scenes. It's not as good as the yeah. cows. These are small. Those are far away. Scene which is is just superb. Um, yes, Adam, I, I was bet, getting worried that we Mrs. were. Doyle. We, I bet Mrs. Doyle as well. I met her in the <laughs> uh, Crucible Corner Cafe in Sheffield after she been in. Yours is a, yours is a, a lot a, trendier and cooler. Uh, mine was at uh, Galway Greyhound Track. Uh, over in, in Galway. She was having a night at the grounds and so was I and about 12 other blokes. So uh, we had a good laugh with her. Did you mention Mrs. Doyle? No. Ah. Well, I did mention Mrs. Doyle and she was like, I don't want to talk about that. I was like, okay, fine. Um, but uh, still still had a good laugh all the same. Um, Adam, I was getting worried about yep. you earlier because we just couldn't see darker, you anymore. You, you, yeah. you, were, you were vanishing into an abyss. Yeah. So it's good to know that you are still with us. Um, how's your beer? It's very good, actually. I've, I've, I've finished it because it was that good, actually. Um, exactly I'd expect, really. Quite nothing, just like a classic, classic, classic stout, really. Um, it reminded me more of, if you go back to the, the, the traditional Guinness, which has that kind of, oh, someone dropped something. Has that kind of, feels like it has that more in the modern, whatever, what's it called? Extra cold or whatever it is. But the, the, the original version, which has, I just feel kind of quite hoppy and quite, has a nice bitterness to it. But I think that, for 4.9%, you could drink quite a lot of that, no problem at all. So, so Sean, I've actually moved on to um, to a Golovka that I've not had for, I don't know, six, six seven years. Um, yeah, Sunday, isn't it? What else you got to do? Have a second beer. But, <laughs> but yeah, really good. 
Um, I don't I don't know anything about the brewery at all, apart from that they do this um, social distance uh, series. But um, be interesting to know what else is in that series. But um, has, anybody, has anybody else come did across they have, them before? Did they have other beers by that brewery on the shelves? <clears throat> Were they like no, two meters no. apart on the shelf for the different types? <laughs> yeah, of they're all such a distance. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. Um, I don't know how they arrange the beers there. They're not in like a. There's not like an American section. So, um, but yeah, um, it's from James Clay though. So I don't know. It must be kind of widely available. So because it's got a little sticker on the bottom, it tells you. Um, but yeah, um, I know. What we we're going to say is that what I wanted to get. Um, which I probably could have got with a bit of, a bit of extra effort was, um, and we keep mentioning Galway, Galway Bay's um, off foam and Fury, mm. which um, kind of always really like that beer. It's about, about 8%, but it's like the kind of old school dipper. Isn't it? Old school beer to dipper, yeah. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I did for a while, but um, I always wonder why you don't see more of that around, to be honest. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any reasons why you don't, Sean. I don't know. Um, yeah, the... the, the... Um, for uh, for a short while, they were available. I think via uh, Blackjack Glassworks uh, uh, suppliers. But Galway Bay, of course, own a number of bars in and around Dublin uh, as well, and so uh, um, it's very easy to get their own beers uh, in mm. in uh, in Dublin, and uh, they also import all crazy American stuff as well. So uh, a little bit like. Uh, Laura mentioned earlier we, we've paid some silly prices for some very special stuff, but um, they're all they're, they're always good nights. So um, you remember more the memories and the drinks rather than the prices. I always think. Well, have you have you had have you had firm and fury, Sean? I imagine that's yes. kind of yeah, something yeah. You'd, you'd, yeah. your kind of nice yeah, bitterness. Love, love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, we we stopped some Galway beer just when when they were available, but they, they weren't available for long. Um, yeah. um, but uh, uh, a, a really good good outfit. Yeah, it, it was basically going to be kind of a, almost like a big big order of of cans of their range yeah. just to get hold of it. So that's why I kind of stayed, um, just stayed away from it slightly. Mm. But um, I bought yeah. the uh, More Mutton's Brewery beer in Turner's, and Sean, you said no. you were getting an order from them as well. Yeah, how come, how come they're suddenly available? Um, it's because um, uh, a, a, a certain person in the UK, Sue, who um, used to own wine uh, brewery um, in Wales and uh, was also a part of uh, Team Toxic with ah, Gaza that used to own um, <clears throat> Steel City with Dave. So that all tracks back to Sheffield. But Sue <laughs> is doing a lot of sales for more Mountain uh, at the moment. So they've been available to order probably for uh, easily, probably last six months or so. And um, I've just been waiting to time it right uh, and not particularly timing it around St. Patrick's Day, I might add, uh, just time, time it right for, for us and our stocks. And so uh, we've got an order already going in this week, all planned and, and organised. So uh, just as you're heading back to the more mountains, Declan, we thought we would, we would, we would get some yeah. more mountains. I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about um, t- Team Toxic earlier when we were talking about the worst looking beers. And, oh um, yes, they, they did. They kind of, I don't know what it's called, but that kind of upside down beer where the head was black and the beer was white. And obviously, that's yeah. a very clever thing to do, but didn't look very nice, did it? Let's be honest. What, what was it like? A, what was it? Is it a stout or? It was. It, it was a reverse Guinness, wasn't it? So it's a white <laughs> stout, a white stout that then needed um, some extra sort of very, very cleverly done, I suppose. Um, needed something extra then to create that 
um, that black head on it in terms of its uh, pouring mechanism, I think. So they, they created a lot of buzz with that, actually. Um, but uh, but I've, I've, not, I've never brewed it again. And I, certainly I didn't, I didn't get to taste it at any point. None of the Sheffield pubs uh, that, that could have ordered that uh, committed to it. So we, we all missed out. I tried to persuade Chris, actually. I, I remember Chris was get it. <laughs> I remember trying to persuade him to get it in, but, uh, but he, he, never, he never did. <laughs> I'm just looking at, I've not seen it before, I'm looking at the photos. and It looks uh, horrendous. It does look, it, it <laughs> looks like something's gone really, really wrong, doesn't it? It looks like that? you've like put, looks like you've put kind of rye bean, like a, you know, a milk with a rye bean atop or something like <laughs> But not rye bean, something darker. Some of the photos look like really nice kind of clean uh, black head with kind of a white glass. But you see other photographs where clearly just some black stuff been squirted under the top of a white head mm-hmm. and it looks really bad. It, it looks like tar or something, doesn't it? It's really yeah. not. That's not that. If, that. if they're the best pictures they can get, that is, that is not good. <laughs> uh, right, Sean, the, the Guinness, is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? It's a massive thumbs up, actually. Absolutely good. smooth <clears throat> as silk. So uh, a massive uh, thumbs up, and a beer I will have again actually from uh, from Errol down at the the Moor Market on one of the Afro Caribbean stalls. He uh, he's got some of them in, so easy to get. Good call, good call, Declan. The uh, hazy IPA is good as you remember it. It is it's fantastic. It's um, poetic justice. It's called. Yeah, it's amazing. Really, everything you want from a hazy IPA, really fruity and juicy. Very easy to drink. Um, doesn't really drink at six point five percent strength. Um, yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, I'm, I'm sold on that. I'm gonna gonna have to get hold of one when uh, when they come in. It's absolutely fantastic. It's quite kind of puts me in mind of some of St Mars the Desert's uh, kind of hazy IPAs. It's that kind of really really fruity uh, kind of soft bitterness um, IPA is fantastic. Yeah, Brill and Laura. Yeah, mine's all gone as well. Um, absolutely superb. Really, really refreshing, really clean. Um, just absolutely delicious. Lots of um, lovely peachy flavours coming through as well. Um, so, yeah, massive thanks to Sean from Wide Street for getting me one of those. Um, just <coughs> while I've just remembered as well, another brewery that I want to give a shout out to. Um, we were talking about Galway Bay. Uh, their head brewer i think this information is still current um their head brewer tom um also runs land and labor which is a mixed fermentation project uh, that comes out of galway bay and their beers are um, really really well worth a try um if anybody sees them and um he's another top-notch person as well so uh, definitely recommend looking for those um and for wide street for anybody who's in ireland or otherwise able to get a hold of some so yeah lots of good stuff coming out of uh coming out of Ireland at the moment, I reckon. Well, good stuff. Um, I'm not going to say anything else about um, this other than I've not finished it. Um, I'm still, I'm, I will finish it at some point. It might take me a few days. Um, so yes, can't I can't recommend the Shamrock Shake, but you know, fair, fair dues to them for trying it. Uh, so all that remains for us to do is our um, beer selfie. So um, if you have your cans and your glasses to hold aloft i'll simply stick that in front of my head i think for uh, for this one and big smiles and there we go 
And thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Declan. Thank you for joining oh, us. The best you. of luck with the move. Um, hopefully, it will it will not be too long before somewhere or other we can be back in a pub sharing a beer um, face-to-face um, again. But, um, yeah, I hope the move goes well for you and your partner. Thank you for coming on. And uh, we'll be back in a couple Here's of Declan. weeks with, a, I believe, some kind of music special. Surely. Yes. We're, yeah, we've got, uh, we've got Luke from um, Rhythm and Brews. So we're doing some sort of um, link to it. They do they they pair pair beers with um, with with music essentially. So uh, we'll do something on that sort of vibe. I'm not trying right. to do exactly what they do, but um, we'll give you I'll give you some um, some pointers during this week so we can kind of uh, formulate a plan. But yeah, so that'll be uh, okay. the next the next one. Brilliant. All right then, we will um, see you back here in a couple of weeks. Cheers, all. Bye bye. Bye.